1: absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbo and play for free now no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
2: this episode is powered by pod decks
1: pod decks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand
2: Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases, to historic kidnapping, to gangsters, and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into the life and crimes of Anna Chapman. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters who are gonna have more meaningful conversations or to gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use the code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now let's dive into today's topiring. Apologies for saying all these Russian names wrong, but I try my best. Chapman was born Anna Kishinenko in Kharkov on February 23, 1982. Her father was a senior KGB official employed in the Soviet embassy in Nairobi, Kenya. The family's home is located in the southwest Remenki district, a once elite district for KGB officials, mid ranking diplomats, and army officers. According to Komsolskaya Pravda, Koshenko occupies a senior position at the ministry known by its Russian initials, M.I.D. According to her ex-husband, Anna earned a master's degree in economics with first-class honors from Moscow University. According to other sources, she got her degree from the People's Friendship University of Russia. Anna met Alex Chapman at a London Docklands rave party in 2001. They married shortly thereafter in Moscow, she gained a British citizenship in addition to her native Russian one, and a British passport. In 2003 or 2004, Anna Chapman moved to London, where she worked at Nedchets Barclays. Anna and Alex divorced in 2006, and in March 2018, it was reported that Alex Chapman died in May 2015, aged 36, from a drug overdose. In 2009, Chapman moved to New York, taking up residence at 20 Exchange Place, one block from Wall Street in Manhattan. Her LinkedIn social networking site profile identified her as CEO of Property Finder LLC, a website selling real estate internationally. Her husband, Alex, stated that Anna told him the enterprise was continually in debt for the first couple of years. But suddenly, in 2009, she had many she had as many as 50 employees and a successful business. Chapman was reported in a relationship with Michael Bitten, a divorced Israeli-Moroccan restaurant owner, while she was living in New York. Around this time, she had allegedly attempted to purchase ecstasy tablets. She later described her time in the United States with the Charles Dickens quote, It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. After Anna was arrested in New York on charges of spying, Alex hired media publicist Max Clifford and sold her story to the Daily Telegraph. She pleaded guilty to conspiracy to act as an agent of a foreign government without notifying the U.S. Attorney General. In 2010, she was deported to Russia as part of a prisoner exchange between the U.S. and Russia. In late December 2010, Chapman was appointed to the Public Council of the Young Guard of United Russia. According to the organization, she would, quote, be engaged in educating young people. On January 21st, 2011, Chapman began hosting a weekly TV show in Russia called Secrets of the World for REN-TV. In June 2011, Chapman was appointed as editor of Venture Business News magazine. According to Bloomberg News, Chapman testified to the closed trial and absentee of Colonel Alexander Potyev, an ex-KGB soldier who which took place in Moscow in May 2011. Chapman testified that only he could have provided the U.S. authorities with the information that led to her arrest in 2010. She also alleged that she was arrested shortly after an undercover U.S. agent contacted her using a code that only he and her personal handler would have known. Chapman wrote a column for Pravda, in October 2011, she was accused of plagiarizing material on Alexander Pushkin from a book by Kremlin spin doctor Oleg Matveevich. The Guardian reported that this incident added to general negative opinions of her in certain sections of Russian society. It said that in September 2011, she had been heckled during a speech on leadership at St. Petersburg University. Students had it said and displayed signs stating, Chapman, get out of the university and the Kremlin and the porn studio are in the other direction. In 2012, FBI counterintelligence chief Frank Figaluzzi said that Chapman almost caught a senior member of President Obama's cabinet in a honey trap operation. Subsequent reporting suggested that these initial reports were sensational misinterpretations. Officials from the U.S. Department of Justice claimed that the FBI's concern was that another of the alleged spies, Cynthia Murphy, had been in contact with a fundraiser and personal friend of Hillary Clinton. Chapman is one of only two of the illegals program Russians arrested in June 2010 who did not use an assumed name. Officials claim Chapman worked with a network of others until an undercover FBI agent attempted to draw her into a trap at a Manhattan coffee shop. The FBI agent offered Chapman a fake passport with instructions to forward it to another spy. He asked, Are you ready for this step? To which Chapman replied, of course. She accepted the passport, but after making a series of phone calls to her father in Moscow, Chapman took his advice and handed the passport in at a local police station. She was arrested shortly after. After being formally charged, Chapman and nine other detainees became part of a spy swap deal between the U.S. and Russia, the biggest of its kind since 1986. The 10 Russian agents returned to Russia via chartered jet that landed at Vienna International Airport in Austria, where the swap occurred on the morning of July 8, 2010. The Russian jet returned to Moscow's airport, where after landing, the 10 spies were kept away from the local and international press. According to a statement from her U.S. lawyer, Robert Baum, in media reports, Chapman had wanted to move to the U.K., the Home Office exercised special powers via the British Home Secretary to revoke Chapman's British citizenship to prevent her from returning to the UK. This was done under Section 40 of the British Nationality Act 1981, introduced as part of the Nationality, Immigration and Asylum Act 2002, and Immigration, Asylum and Nationality Act 2006. This power had, at the point, only been used against a dozen people since its introduction. The Home Office issued legal papers revoking her citizenship on July 13, 2010. Steps were taken to exclude Chapman, meaning she could not travel to the UK. After Chapman's departure to Russia, Baum reiterated that his client had wished to stay in the UK. He also said that she was particularly upset by the revocation of her UK citizenship and exclusion from the country. After her arrest by the FBI. For her part in the illegals program, Chapman gained celebrity status. Photos of Chapman taken from her Facebook profile appeared on the web, and several videos of her were uploaded to YouTube. Her affiliation with the Russian Federation led at least one media outlet to refer to her as the Red Under the Bed. Fund Service Bank, a Moscow bank that handles payments on behalf of the state and private sector enterprises in the Russian aerospace industry has employed Chapman as an advisor on investment and innovation issues to the president. Magazine blogs detailed Chapman's fashion style and dress sense, while tabloids displayed her action figure dolls. Chapman was d- described by local media in New York as stunning in a regular and exclusive bars and restaurants. U.S. Vice President Joe Biden, when jokingly asked by Jay Leno on NBC's The Tonight Show, Do we have any spies that hot? replied jokingly, let me be clear. It was not my idea to send her back. As a model, Chapman posed on the cover of the Russian version of Maxim magazine. The magazine included Chapman in its list of Russia's 100 Sexiest Women. Chapman has also made an appearance as a runway model for Moscow Fashion Week in 2011 and for Intalya at the Dossi in 2012. Chapman has parlayed her media capital through Twitter where she asked Edward Snowden to marry her. And on Instagram, which she has used to voice her political opinions. Let us know in the comment section below what you think about this case. Should she have been allowed to stay in the UK? Or do you agree with the UK's decision? As always, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And as always, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com. Your support helps the channel grow. And we thank you for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash tcnn or become a patron at patreon.com slash truecrimeneversleeps.